Asia's Developing Future, brought to you by the Asian Development Bank Institute in Tokyo, a leading source of knowledge in fast-emerging Asia and the Pacific for 20 years. Policymakers and researchers recently met at ADBI for a workshop examining green infrastructure investment, policy challenges, and economic implications in Asia. Marco Schletz from the United Nations Environment Program, Technical University of Denmark Partnership, was among the experts featured at the event. Afterwards, Schletz sat down with Asia's developing future to discuss how blockchain and tokenized securities could revolutionize green finance and inclusive development in the region. Blockchain is an innovative data structure that is used to verify and store data across a distributed network of actors. All transactions are collected in so-called blocks. Tokenized securities is an innovative financing mechanism that is based on blockchain technology. Because all transactions are traced on the blockchain and documented, it offers transparency for the entire ecosystem of investors that are part of the investment process. And that makes it possible for everyone to verify that all the transactions are happening and that the data is true. It also enables you to disintermediate from commercial banks because you can offer your project on a global base and everyone can participate in it. Whereas in current settings, you're often depending on your commercial bank as the sole funding opportunity. This is also increases the liquidity because it is a global investor base you can basically approach with your project. Tokenized securities are particularly relevant for green assets. If you compare, for example, a green bond with a normal bond, green bonds pay a premium for certification costs. And these costs can pose um, in a financial barrier actually to project development if you look at small and medium-sized projects. So there, blockchain technology um, is, is very applicable. Schlutz describes how tokenized securities could ignite green growth in Asia at a grassroots level. An example for a green asset would be, for example, a solar panel for a local community in a developing country setting. These Communities are struggling at the moment with covering the upfront payment and the upfront investment that is needed for these kind of assets. And normally they would depend on a commercial bank. By, but with this tokenized securities approach, you can pool the money in a crowdfunding approach. And then the investors would uh, receive a share of this project. And then they would receive dividends based on the electricity generated. That offers the investor a steady return and the ability to in, uh, invest in impact projects on a global basis. For the local community, it's also nice because they get access to, to solar panels, for example, which are a lot cheaper and also offer a lot of other SDG benefits um, compared to, for example, running a diesel turbine. So it's kind of a win-win setting. This uh, tokenized securities is a very, very new concept. There are very few projects that are out there right now and nothing that is used in the green energy space. Schlitz describes the need for better regulation to grow the tokenized security industry. There are other constraints. For example, the entire investment infrastructure is compared to the traditional markets is very underdeveloped because it is something that is not even five years old compared to existing systems. Then regulation is um, often undefined. In general, security tokens are falling under security law. Every country in the world has security law. But uh, particularly for these STOs, um, not many countries have kind of adopted a stand on where they see it. The US has actually committed to a specific uh, STO regulation or tokenized security regulation, but most countries don't. And that poses a risk for investors because your government can just change laws and then your dividends, for example, from the uh, projects can be taxed in a different way. So, so you would 
reduce your return and that is a problem and this risk is currently priced in. The regulation needs to develop and the best way for doing that is to um, run pilot cases in so-called regulatory sandboxes. And these regulatory sandboxes offer um, all the relevant stakeholders the opportunity to get together and develop a pilot together and then interact with each other and think, oh, this, this makes sense and this doesn't. You can come to a way more informed decision with this approach rather than just uh, trying to over or under-regulate something that you don't really understand. No one understands it at the moment. Tokenized securities can promote investment in green projects of all sizes, Schletz explains. If you look at the large-scale projects, they don't have a problem in accessing finance. Um, there is so much money floating around, they can go through a green bond or they can even go just through commercial banks and, and their debt because there's so much money out there. So banks will be willing to lend to them. The problem is more to look into small and medium scale projects, because at the moment, these projects are really struggling with accessing the, the ticket size in general. The investing amounts needed um, are have like a threshold at the moment. And through this new technology, it actually lowers this threshold and it makes small um, projects on the supply side. Um, so... There will be a lot more projects that will be eligible for funding at some point um, through this. Schletz concludes by highlighting the potential for tokenized securities to increase community participation and ownership in green projects moving forward. It is interesting for retail investors as well, because at the moment you don't get really nice returns on your money on your, in your bank account. But through this, you can invest very marginal amounts, well below $500. Um, and you can receive a, a somewhat stable return and you can achieve an impact with your money. So that is a very nice value proposition that you have there. And it also offers you the ability to buy stakes in a lot of different small projects. And then you can create a portfolio that diversifies your, your risk, You're not depending on the performance of one giga scale project somewhere, but you can have ideally thousands of different one, different small projects so that you have a nice diversification effect as well, which reduces your risk as an investor. It's nice for the local communities because um, often with, for example, green bonds, you have a minimum investment of 5,000 US dollars. And maybe that doesn't sound like a lot, but for small communities, it might be uh, quite a limitation. And um, by lowering this threshold, you have a lot more local buy-in and you, the people can buy a stake into what is implemented in their community so the kind of the ownership feeling and the inclusion is also a lot greater than if you have just a giga project around your door and you don't really have anything um, any benefits from it this has been asia's developing future brought to you by the asian development bank institute in tokyo see the show notes for the transcript and related material for more information about us please visit adbi.org